Hi guys, welcome to A Beer Past Success. My name's Matt, I'm here with my co-host TJ, who's a giggly bitch, and we're... <laughs> this is about our 30th time recording this. So we're gonna hop right into it. Hey guys, so again, my name's Matt, I'm with my co-host <laughs> TJ here. Um... Just a little bit of intro into uh, kind of what we're going to be doing here. This is literally just going to be a completely chill, relaxed podcast where we just talk about whatever is on our minds um, while we have a couple beers. And uh, to give you a little bit of intro, um, I've been in the military for seven years as well as uh, some time in IT. I've got a background um, in working with high school kids as well. And... Uh, been a, I'm a, well, not Ben, I'm still a dad. Um, that's, that's good news. <laughs> that's good news. Uh, I still have a child. Um, I don't have necessarily the greatest green thumb in the world, but, you know, I kept it alive so far. Um, it's not a fucking plant, man. It's a human being. <laughs> I, I water it. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then I'll let you, uh, I'll let TJ introduce himself. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, my background is baseball. Played through high school and college. I coach. I am also a personal trainer and have focused on athletes as well as uh, currently with boutique gyms. Trained everyone from, God, yeah, I think the youngest client I ever had was eight years old, was a little soccer player, to uh, 73 years old. So all over from there, never got the opportunity to serve in the military. <clears throat> so again, background is gym, strength training, and baseball. That's where we'll go from there. All right. Well, uh, we don't really have anything specific we really want to talk about today, so we're just going to kind of roll with it. Uh, as you can tell from our intro and stuff, this is just fly by the seat of our pants. Um, <laughs> which, TJ and I are having a lot of fun with this because uh, we came over, or he came over to my house today, and uh, we were totally planning on doing a super serious podcast. We had started another another channel up and we realized you know what like we really want to just do something relax it's really more of our style and uh we got really distracted because you call me a fucking giggly bitch in the intro <laughs> <laughs> we're about Dude, that took know. forever we were practicing the intro for uh, got at least what 25 minutes oh it, at least. i don't <laughs> it's, it's, it's like past seven o'clock at this point dude <laughs> so he had this bomb intro going it was fantastic and he nailed it. I mean, killed it. I'm like, that's it. That's the one. And then he said, <laughs> what did you even say? It was like sticking? Stick- no, uh, a stick, stick tune? Is that no, what it was? Stick tune. Stick tune. Stick tune. You said like- stay tuned and stick with it. <laughs> stick tune. And then I lost it. I just yeah. to laugh for the next five minutes. It doesn't help do it. that we're both like five beers deep at this oh, point. It's a Monday night. Oh, it's fantastic. And I have to be at work at like 6.45. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I got up at 4.30 for work this morning. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I got to get up at 4.30. Oh, man. It's not bad. It's <clears throat> To me, it's easier. It's it's the next days, the Tuesdays and Thursdays that are rough. Because you're like, what is going on? You get up and everyone's still sleeping. Because, you know, sleeping in at that point, it's 5 o'clock. Are you a morning person? No. God, no. Okay. I get my energy, like, right now. Like, I'm ready to go. I'm oh. ready to go lift. See, that's, that's where we're different. <clears throat> like, I'm totally a morning person. Not, not at all. But I don't know if that's, like, because of the military. Maybe. And, like, being up at 05. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel, I, I feel like for a big part of me, 
is that like how I start my day is setting yeah. the tempo for the whole rest of the day. Oh god, no. Now the hard thing is that like when I'm in a funk or something, yeah. Um it's like zero five, I still wake up. We talked about this in the other podcast mm-hmm. on the other channel, but like I'll wake up at zero five and I'm like, <clears throat> All right, I am motivated, I'm getting up at five every day, that is my schedule, and then I'll be like <laughs> no, I'm not getting out of bed. Like I'm still awake, <laughs> but I'm like, nope, I ain't getting out of bed. So then it's yeah. like, well, now I feel like a piece of crap because right. I'm I'm just laying in bed wasting my time. Um, but see, I switch because like through high school and stuff, I couldn't sleep in. Like I had the hardest time. I, everyone's else was like, oh, I'm sleeping in, I'm sleeping in. Like oh, I woke up at like nine thirty, ten o'clock this morning. And I was like, I can't do it. I couldn't do it. Like past seven, I was like, I need to get up. And yeah. now it's like. I'm going to stay in bed so like, whenever the hell I feel like it. See, for me, sleeping in is like... Yeah. Well, like, like extreme sleeping in for me right. is like eight. Yeah. Like, if the sun is coming through the windows, I'm yeah. up. And whether or not I fell asleep at like five yeah. a.m. Yeah, see, I'm like, I'll get some blackout blinders and be good to go. But for me, it's weird because like, when you have to get up at 4.30, that changes your time. Like, you got to be in bed by nine, <clears throat> which is crazy because I get my energy at like... Sticks thirty or seven, like I'm reading. Sticks thirty or seven. Fuck. <laughs> God dang it. And uh, starting to fire. Oops. Uh, stick. Stick to him, boys. And uh, <laughs> it's a theme. It's, it's a, a theme. theme. It happens. Um. So like sticks thirty or seven. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do work. Like whatever it is. And unfortunately for most of the year, six thirty seven. It's dark. Like right now, we're going into summer. <clears throat> so it's still. You know, you still have some twilight at 7.30, but, like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go work out. I'm ready to do work. Like, if I had to go, I think all my lifts would drop by probably 25 to 50 pounds if I had to do it at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm just not ready. My body's like, no, not going to happen. Mm. <clears throat> and it changes. Like I said, on on Tuesdays and Thursdays, my body's ready to wake up at 5, 5.30. Mm. It's not, the energy's not there, but it's awake, you know, because that rhythm gets, gets put in place and stuff, but. I got you. I got you. I don't know. Like, did you do that during high school and college? Because you went to college before you, right? You did. You did uh, ACU before you went into the military, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did three <clears throat> years of college, and then I finished off my senior year while I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, well, back then things were a little different. Um, see, we were typically going to bed, like the whole dorms and everything. Like yeah. we were all going to bed. Like the dorms shut down at like midnight. Yeah. Um, to give you guys a little bit of reference, um, I went to a small private college and, uh, yeah, super small, like including commuters, it was like less than a thousand people. So in the dorms, um, because they had, um, a lot of restrictions and stuff like between the two different genders and stuff, mm-hmm. like the hallways shut down, like right at midnight. <clears throat> so of course guys are like hanging out with girls, like right at like midnight and stuff. And then they're shutting down and stuff. So everyone's staying up till midnight. So, of course, then you're, like, talking with your roommates, and anybody who's going to college, like, kind of gets it. So, I'm t- typically in bed at, like, uh, 12.30, 1 in the morning. And then you'd have classes at, uh, depending on your schedule, of course, but I had a lot of classes at, like, 7.30, because I wanted to be done by noon. So, I didn't sleep a whole lot. I was getting, like... You sleep well, in yeah, your 7.30 yeah, yeah. class. Um, <clears throat> and it's funny to me now that, like, looking back, I was so freaking tired. Like, waking up at, at like, 07 right. was, like, making up at, like, 4 for me now. Yeah. And uh, I was so tired. And now, 
like the idea of going and having to be at a class at like seven thirty. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> why it was and especially like on campus? Like yeah. get out of bed, put on your pajamas, freaking walk to class. Like yeah. who cares? <laughs> yeah, be gone. You I know? actually uh, so playing playing a sport in college is kind of equivalent to having a full time job minus the commute and, and most of the politics that go along with it. You were in the dorms, right? Yeah. Like you, that was on mm-hmm. campus? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, when I went to Glendale, obviously I traveled, which was fucking stupid. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, yeah, you're on the dorms. And the best part, like you were talking about the the, uh, the dorms and the restrictions and stuff. So when I went to San Antonio, I lived at one of the only dorm complexes. They have three or four, and, like, one of them was for juniors and seniors, like, mm-hmm. old, older and because uh, <clears throat> even though you're in college, you're still not you know legal to drink. Most of them are, anyways. Um, they're not of age, so they had one where it was you could have that environment made nicer. Well, I got put in a dorm that was because I didn't drink at the time. Like I was totally saving myself and didn't drink, and that's uh, mm-hmm. that was your freshman year, right? Oh god, so dumb. Anyways, yeah, freshman year, San Antonio. So I got put in one that was like, hey, this is the total like, hey ton of rules there's no alcohol allowed at all which shouldn't have been anyways they kind of pride themselves in that (laughs) we had three alcohol violations in the first week and the first week isn't even college it's just like getting used to processing and stuff yeah yeah yeah. there's like events and getting to know people (laughs) the second week one dorm got kicked out because they took their door off the hinges and used it as a beer pong table (laughs) Like, that's just what it was. Like, that was just my floor. There's four floors. Like, it was, wow. It was fantastic. I mean, that's college and, like, how that shit goes. But, uh, oh, my God. It was fucking great. And then, finally, what was it? Was it my... It was my... It had been the next year. It had been 2010, 2011. I finally started drinking. Just because of, like, some stupid shit that happened. And I was like, this is dumb. Oh... Anyways, good time. I actually didn't get to drink on my 21st birthday. Obviously, I drank before that. Well, but I didn't get to because we had a game the next day. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't get drunk and like all this other good jazz. But I didn't either. Red face, basic training, gas oh, chamber. Yeah, that's kind of tough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm man. trying to one up you, but so, I, didn't, I was no, not having a good time. <laughs> I can imagine. So, uh, so, have you met Steve? Steve yet? The ranger, the guy that came no. Back. All right, so Steve Steve came back out. He's been like uh, looking for work and all this other good stuff, and he got in with a construction company, and uh, they evidently have to go through like some hazmat stuff. So they get civilian version of gas. And Steve was, like, you see Steve like smiles Steve's face, and I was like, you probably had a good time, didn't you? He's like, it's fun as fuck. <laughs> Everyone else like I was like I was just, like dying and stuff, and Steve's like, you know, bringing back some fun memories and shit. Dude, the CS chamber man. I mean. <laughs> The, the weirdest part for me, and this is something nobody tells you, is in the CS chamber, like, I felt like I had a sunburn. Like, my really? neck. Yeah, it was weird. Like, obviously, like, then you take the mask off and you're like, oh, right, yeah, you know, yeah. but, you know, all your sinuses are like, emergency blow, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, standing in there, now, I, I swear, this was like a mental test for me uh-huh. because we did, we were in lines of like, basically by squad. So, yeah. like, 10 guys. And then they had a whole platoon in the chamber, and with, um, well, it must have been less than ten guys, because it was a bunch, but there was like five to eight rows, right. and one row at a time, they were like, okay, 
clear your mask, take it off, mm. like, prepare to suck, you know? And, uh, so we're going through that. And so I'm in the back. Like, I'm in the last squad. So I'm watching every single person's reaction the entire time. <laughs> so I'm just standing here in this room yeah. filled with CS gas. And if you guys don't know what this is, it's basically a gaseous form of pepper spray. Uh, CS gas... is it's um, totally fun to inhale. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> CS gas is uh, used by the military in um, training to prepare you to understand how to make sure your gas mask is cleared in case of a chemical attack. But um, in addition to that, it's also something that they do at the very beginning of basic training because it helps you to, um, it, well, it gauges, it gauges students under stress, um, but it also teaches you how to manage yourself under stress. I mean, when your sinuses are vacating, your eyes are watering, you feel as though you can't breathe, even though you can, which side tip, if you can talk, you can breathe. Um, so if anyone's ever having like an asthma attack or something like that, which I'm not a doctor, but if you can breathe, if you can talk, you're able to breathe. It might not be well, but you are getting oxygen. Um, hashtag moving air. Yeah. Um, so we're in this chamber. Well, the weird thing for me was like, I noticed that like around my neck and like pretty much exposed skin, which like you're wearing your uniform and stuff. So like your hands and stuff like that. It felt like a sunburn. It was like burning my skin. It was kind of weird. Um, but the hilarious part was we're, this is like 15 minutes before we're about to go in the chamber. I don't know if I ever tell you the story. So we're all sitting in the bleachers and when I went through basic training, it's a co-ed, it was a co-ed basic training. Um, I think I saw that movie once. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Um, so, Places like uh, Fort Benning, Georgia, back in the day, like yeah. infantry uh, stuff, that was all, you know, all male. Like combat stuff was all male and mm-hmm. stuff. I was not. I'm a pogue. Um, I'm an engineer. Raw. Pogue. Um, I don't know why I said raw. It's Marines, but whatever. Um, Fuck <laughs> Yay. So, anyway, we had, like, 25% of our basic training was women, about, and... Uh, they separate the women off, and we're all standing in these bleachers, and the the male drill sergeants are like, "All right, guys, before we go in here, like this is no shit serious. Like, if you have had an ejaculation within the last forty eight hours, you you need to raise your hand and let us know because this chemical will mess up your stuff. Like, this is no serious. And at this point, you have to realize this is like week two of basic training, like." At this point, you're indoctrinated in, like, fear mode. Like, if they tell you to, like, piss up a rope with your mouth open underneath the rope, like, you're going to basically do it. Like, there's no, there's no this, like, oh, I'm going to fight my drill sergeant. Like, at this point, you're indoctrinated or you're already out. And, um, so we're like, oh, okay, and we all have our heads down. And <laughs> so we're all sitting there, and they're like, do not look up. Like, this is serious. You will get... UCMJ, which is like military law, against you if you disobey this order right now. And we're, you know, we're all just like, okay, okay, fine, 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 fine. If you've had an ejaculation for any reason, whether it be a wet dream, whacking it, whatever, like they're talking to all males, if you have an ejaculation for any reason, raise your hand, we need to know. And they're playing this off like super professionally. 
there's like 10 guys out of 150 of us that raise their hand. And right then, uh, the drill sergeant in charge is like, all right, everybody look up. These guys whack it in the bay next to you. <laughs> I mean, it was just bad. Got know? him. <laughs> Which, I mean, looking back, like, that's totally just like an EO violation all that's over the board. Up. But, that's like, funny. Fucked up. I mean, that's it was just great. one of those awesome things. I don't know how I got on that story, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, wow, that's just. I guess you just remember when guys were whacking it. The, I, <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> got him um no you were talking about having like a reaction at C, CS gas CS gas yeah, CS yeah, yeah. CO gas is something else <laughs> <laughs> um so I was out and trimming and if when if you ever do start growing grapes there is these little caterpillars here in the uh, southwest that are called skeletonizers and basically they eat the bottom side of the leaf and it basically looks like it left the skeleton of the leaf. Okay. And uh, they're great. They After they, they go through their whole stages, they become this like pollinator or moth thing that actually, like it's pretty legit. They do they do a really good job pollinating. Wait, wait, wait. Caterpillars turn into... I know, revolutionary shit, right? <laughs> Revolution. They, they fuck. <laughs> Viva la revolution. <laughs> Stick in tune. Um, they, they leave the grapes. Wow. Like, it's totally fucked. Um, so I was getting rid of them because they're destroying one of my grapes. Um, but as I was trimming off, like, and I don't have allergies to really anything. Like yeah, me too. Nothing. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> and, uh, but like, I'm allergic trimming, to like and everything. all of a sudden I feel like this, like, like, I don't want to say a prick, but like, you ever get like, uh, like a, uh, almost like a needle hair, like off a cactus or something. Okay. All right. That's what it felt like. And then it would go away, but then I get like this little hive. I don't know what it was. Like, I don't know if it's the sap from the grape. Like, the, the, the latex version. Of, I don't know. I don't know. Some but, sort of reaction to it? Yeah, but it's weird. Like, it was out of nowhere. Hmm. So. Anyways, we got great tomatoes. Nice. Yeah. yeah I'm out of my beer. So. <laughs> we'll have to reload. Success? <laughs> I don't know. No, we're past success. Yeah, dude. I don't um, know. No, but to get into, like, some more serious stuff. I mean, like... What <laughs> left turn? <laughs> so that was um, weird rash. So, anyways, more serious <laughs> stuff. No, um, <laughs> to get into like some serious stuff. The thing that the thing that I really liked about the the, the CS chamber, for example, was that. Um, okay. Well, no, in all seriousness, and and to to get it's into it all. Ejaculation stories. No, no, okay, we're okay. done with ejaculation stories for Thank, tonight. Okay. For tonight, next podcast. <laughs> Dude, I have no hold bar. Um, oh, there goes our PG rating. Oh, it's 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 gone. Um, but uh, <laughs> I really appreciated being able to learn to move under stress. And the thing that I found was that when you have a plan and you have said rehearse that plan, um, when you have stress, that's when you're going to be able to execute that plan well. It's the stuff I see on Instagram all the time in the like shooting community. People always want to do these like less than one second draw shoot reloads and stuff, and it's like that's cool, it's fine, but like you're not under any stress. Mm. It's and, it, and and I'm not knocking that because if you're able to do it quick without stress, that presumably means that you're going to be able to do it faster when they're in stress. Right. You know, it's going to translate over. However, um, the thing that I'm really trying to get at is that like with life and stuff in general. 
um, people always want to think that like when there's an active shooter or something like that, okay. that like you're gonna like rise to the occasion, and that's actually not true. You will rise, rise to, your to your training. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's the thing is like when you can put somebody under stress okay. and 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 go with. And of course, you have to have a plan, and we'll okay. get into like plans and everything on some other point. But um, you have to have a plan, and and it has to already be set in stone before stress, before action okay. moments, and then from there, when that stress happens, you have to you know execute. Um, you know, thinking that you're going to be the hero and rise to the occasion that just doesn't happen. Um, but I think the big thing that you know could maybe be a talking point, um, at least in my mind, is that idea of like having a plan, okay. having that training, having that sort of idea of where you want to go, um, like because we do with this podcast, huh? Like we do with this podcast. Well, okay, yeah. This, um, <laughs> um, we wanted to have a fun podcast, and that's what we're doing. So that's why we scrapped the plan old one. This is all part of the plan. What is plan A? <laughs> hey, I don't you know, know what? Plan B is gonna be Pace. awesome. Pace, pace, pace. <laughs> Primary, alternate, contingency, and emergency. Right. We went past everything. We drank beer, and we're in emergency <laughs> mode right now. We are making a podcast under any means no, necessary. We got a rash from grapes. <laughs> we already told our ejaculation story. Where do we go? <laughs> Ejaculate. Now, where we, do we go from we here? We started this by talking about sleep. Like, that's where we started. That's where I was going to roll into something important, and it's just like a full. pillow. Wow. <laughs> Roll into something important. Um, uh, my pillow. Um, one beer past success turned into four. <laughs> Where it's in the fucking group in here, man. Uh, but, um, anyway, in in your experience, uh, in, in the athletic community, in the training community, um, in all my years of knowing you, you are a man that always has a plan. That is something that I've always found. But how, how do you see all of that? Like when, when, when adversity, when that stress kind of comes in, oh, whether it be oh, in the coaching world, damn, or the sports nice transition, world, nice, yeah, 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 um, I'm with you. In coaching people, because I mean, even uh-huh. you've seen it with me at times, and we're like, all right, let's do this, and we're like rock and rolling for two weeks, and I'm like, I don't feel like it today. Like yeah, it's a, that that absolutely. sort of like interjection. Ah, uh, okay, I get you. I get you. There's a. Uh, I like to explain this as a physical and then a mental side of it, and then the emotional is the wild card. Okay. So, okay. like, if you think of, like, the NLAL. Almost like the human aspect of it all? Yeah. Um, and then the sports side of it would be, like, National League, um, American League, and then the wild card race. Okay. So, the physical side is, is the stuff that you see, it's the stuff you can control. You know, when you look in the mirror, what's your body do? A PT test is a great mention of it. And then the mental is the complementary. So, you have this engine. For you, if we again, we'll, we'll make uh, another analogy using a car. The physical will be the engine. On a dyno, you have this output. Right. You have what you can do flat out. It's a number thing. Okay. And, so given no adversity, all like on a dyno, everything's right. perfect. That's, the engine is literally being force fed oxygen. Yep. Uh, that's that's right. the physical side. Kind of like what I was talking about with conditions. like what is your you know shoot time. Under you know, can these guys get in under one second? Yes. Sort of stress. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I guess perfect if, world if, scenario. If, kind if of. I'm thing. taking one analogy and trying to make it match the other. 
The transmission would be the mental side. So the stuff you can't control is like road conditions and what's the grip, what's the temperature outside. Um, okay. Stuff like that. And the, tra- the transmission is what lets the engine power relate to what's happening on the road. It's the application. It's, right. So and the mental side, you have this perfect athlete, but like, let's say some tragic things happen in his life, and this is where emotional is the wild card because that yeah. can affect the mental side. How you woke up that day, or right. whatever it is. Or uh, a great example is, especially with uh, like high schoolers, did they just go through a breakup? Or they just. Or they're high schoolers. <laughs> no. Are you a teenager? Yeah. Roll the dice. What are you today? I don't right. know. Exactly. And then they step in the box. Um, there, there's so many great quotes. Like the first time, I always, I love this one. The first time you ever hit against 95, you don't see it, you hear it. Um, you know, that ball from the release. The ball hitting the catcher's yeah. glove. It, it's, it's less than half a second. It's four tenths of a second. You know, and that's, that's 90, 95, I believe. Yeah, I believe it's 90 is four tenths. I mean, you're talking like like faster than that. That would probably be three, four tenths, something like that. Like, it's just it's stupid, and you hear it. You can actually hear the ball moving through the air, Venturi Bang's effect. It just, like, it will past you. It's quick. Like, it, that's, it, that's, it just went 60 feet. Mm-hmm. Like it's fast, and then how you react to it. So like, there's the guys would be like, "Dude, we're gonna have to kill today." Amazing, it feel great. And then we get in the mound, you just hear him humming, like it's gone, right? Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, "Oh shit!" Like all of a sudden, mentally, like you've already lost three stepped in there. So I think to bring this all back around, you can have the physical attributes to 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 hit a 95 mile an hour fastball. And then the mentality is, are you actually going to do it? Um, are you going to give yourself the the chance to actually to get in that box and hit? And this is fucking great. He left. He is taking a piss right now. How many ounces? Enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then the emotional side of it, uh, obviously, I mean, we are. Baseball in itself is... An emotionless game played by emotional players. So I think if you had to bring everything together and under stress, because no one can can take, you can't measure stress in ounces. It's something that you put upon yourself. I mean, in stressful situations, the body reacts certain ways. And in athletics, everyone kind of handles it different. You'll hear the word clutch being thrown around. <laughs> oh, man. Do you have a story for that? No, no. I just the 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 did the you wash clutch. your hands? No, I didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my mama taught me not to piss on my hands. Oh, um, free falling. <laughs> no, I was just laughing because the whole like clutch thing and like modern speak, clutch and shifting gears. No, I drive a manual, man. <laughs> Pop the clutch, pin the throttle. Um, this. Sorry, continue. I, I was there. Like that's how. I, I don't know. I guess in the sports world, it's it's interesting because baseball is a game where like you could go one for four, and you could strike out your first three times, mm-hmm. and you get the game winning hit at the end. And you're the hero. Yeah. Baseball is a weird game, and to me, but, it's a game made for you to fail. It's made for. It's made and designed to make you feel like you suck. But how much is that like life, though? Like, like I, right, right there. Is it. <laughs> did you plan this shit? 
No, 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 no. Because you're like, this is fucking bomb transitions. Like, you're this, killing this, this shit. You, are you right there? Like, are you that pure past success right now? Like, are you right there? I have a degree to be a pastor, remember? Oh, that's right. That's why we're drinking. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's why we're drinking and I cuss a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that's another podcast. But, no, I mean, right there in the fact that, like, you might be one for four and you hit that, you know, winning hit and yeah. you're the hero. Like, going back to <laughs> what I said last time, like, everyone looks at success but they have no idea how many times you got fucked to get there. Oh, like, the road to get there. They yeah, see the end. Like, yeah, the end result. Like, it, it, I think that's the thing. That's been something that's been on like my mind a lot recently is like yeah. when you want to get somewhere, like I and this kind of goes back to like the previous podcasts and stuff and the overall mentality of like social media and podcasts and everything else and books out there and all this like happy go lucky make you feel good kind of bullshit. And here's right. the thing, like that's not life. Right. Like, you're going to get your ass kicked. You're going to have mm-hmm. bad days. How many times have you walked in the gym and you're just like, like, okay, okay, here's a perfect thing. You see all this stuff on Instagram where people are like, I didn't feel like going to the gym today and I went and I freaking smashed it and I broke a PR and blah, 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 blah. Were you like but talking how many about times... my last Instagram post? No, 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 that's fine. But how many times do people go in the gym... They don't want to go there that day. Right. They go and they still suck that day. They didn't yes, lift absolutely. well. Absolutely. In that, but nobody posts about it on Instagram I, I, because it's not the stuff. I didn't. Okay, I you're the exception to the rule. Sorry. <laughs> this is why we're doing a podcast oh, okay. because you know okay. you're rational. But my <laughs> but my point like, is I like plenty of those days are like I feel like shit. I lifted like shit, but I'm fucking here. Well, you're honest though. <laughs> Like, you're completely honest. Like, yeah. that's the kind of stuff. And that's the kind of stuff that, like, people don't want to hear. Or, yeah. no, 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 I take that back. I think people want to hear it. I think, I think the people who are ingesting it all, so to speak, the people who are on the opposite side of social media right. are, are wanting to see that. Because everyone right. wants to feel like everyone else agrees with them. But right. they see all the stuff out there. of like, look, this person, like, they portray all the stuff of, like, they go to the gym and they're so fit and like this girl did right. but they don't see is like this girl took 50 pictures to make her ass stick out like the perfect angle Angles. to make her look like she's been doing squats for 50 years right you know and then she's got the body of Which like Athena or whatever right or I don't even know but <clears throat> you get my point like right it's the thing that I'll really get get at with all this that I really want to convey to the rest of the world is like there's going to be days where you feel like crap. Like, we were talking about, I was laughing. We were going to do our original podcast day talking about, like, eating and how that pertains to yeah. the gym and all that. And, like, I took down a Heath bar, a freaking Baby Ruth, yeah. a grilled cheese, a tomato soup, hot Cheetos two monsters rub. throughout the day, right? and, like, not a thing of water. Right. And then we got home, and I had Cheez-Its, and I've had, like, five beers. Right. Yeah, that wasn't gonna go well. Like, like, but my point yeah. is like, I'll be honest. Like today, I didn't feel I didn't feel good. I right. felt like crap. I mentally was not healthy, and I gave into it all. And I said, screw it. But at the same time, like the big difference is, what am I going to do tomorrow, and how am I approaching that today? Because I think in a lot of ways, like. Tomorrow has to start today in prepping and how you're going to move forward. It goes into your kind of plan. And I think that's a big problem of going back to how people wake up. Yeah. 
people don't set alarms anymore unless they like have to. Right. Um, people don't go to bed thinking tomorrow at zero five I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna go for a five k. Yeah. Um, they don't forward think, and the thing is, is that when if you didn't put that plan into place, mm-hmm. when your alarm goes off or not goes off, and you just wake up, yeah. you're gonna roll out of bed, and you're just gonna like get in your pajamas, and you're gonna go get your lucky charms and pour yourself a bowl, and next thing you know, it's Saturday, it's ten a.m., and yeah. you haven't done a freaking thing. Right. You see, what I'm getting at like. That's where the plan comes into place. That comes in, in, in... Am I making sense? Yeah, I can see it. Um, I don't know. I think I kind of, like, ran myself out of gas on that one, but... Um, I think it just needs a conclusion. And I think where that gets tied into is... Why do you need the plan? Why do you need to do it? And I think it's, it's the, end, the end result. It's the goal. Because what are you trying to achieve in life? Like, why get well, out at five? Because what what's what's there getting up at five? Do you get paid to get up at five? Well, no. No. You don't uh, get paid to get up at five. You get paid to be at work. You get paid to perform at work. And I think humans are creatures of habit. I think it's the reason we have practice. I think it's the reason that we have schedules and the whole, the whole, the whole thing, the whole world goes around. The reason that your body wants to adjust to our circadian rhythm. Getting up with the sun, going to bed at night. Yeah. And... Well, it's like the stuff we talked about before. If you have a routine, if you have a system, even if that it's system success. is like... Yeah, well, and that consistency right. helps build your resistance towards adversity. Because when, you know, like we said, yeah. like when you have a exactly. bad day and you have a routine, right. tomorrow you're going to wake up and there are parts of that day that you're going to be able to control. Or at least mm-hmm. you're attempting to control. Because right. you've done it every day for the last six months. Right. You know, and those are the things that you like, or at least the things that are pretty much normal. So when the abnormal comes in when that adversity right. comes in you still have you're like, you have those things to hold on to and if you guys aren't going to listen to our podcast which I wouldn't blame you the uh, <laughs> they're not bad they're just not this um, we we had talked about uh, let's see we talked about training and what was what was the first one about mentality of effort mentality of effort you could and tell we were trying hard we, we were we were being professional which is not fun at all um, I, I lay I laid out a couple quotes by my favorite coach. When I found out I was going to coach high school baseball the first time, I picked up John Wooden's book and read it from cover to cover. He's the most winningest coach of all time, and uh, he coached for UCLA basketball. And he defines success as again I'm not going to quote it perfectly, but doing How dare you? Oh God, <laughs> doing everything you possibly can to become the best of your ability. And having that peace of mind that you've done everything you possibly could to achieve your personal best mm-hmm. is success. And it has nothing to do with outcome or the results of, of a game or the results of a business thing. If you've done everything that's in your control, you were successful. You've done everything you can. And doing that routine and setting yourself yeah. up for that success to achieve that goal that you had. And if it happens, it happens in the end. But if you've done everything you can to try and meet that... You were successful, and that's yeah. that. That's kind of the last piece that we're trying to tie in. Well, here. yeah, and what I was going to go into that with um, earlier is like the idea of like why do you have a plan? Right. Why do you wake up at five? That kind of thing. Like, you have that plan. You have to you have to execute that plan because you have a vision. You right. have a goal. You know, you have I want to be here. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when when TJ came over, he saw my Elite Dangerous like flight simulator and stuff, and it's flying around the galaxy. Dude, oh my and god, it's pretty so awesome, awesome, by the way. Nerded um, out, like, I'm, crazy. I'm a total freaking nerd. But like, oh. you're flying from system to system. If you want to go from there to there, like, you have to plot a, a route, and you have to go from system to star, star, star. And that's totally being a nerd, but um, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but my point is, is like that's just fresh in my mind, but. You have to have a vision of where you want to go. You have a goal, you know, and then in how do you want to get there? And then you have to execute and you do that through a plan. You can't just say, I want to be a millionaire someday, but you don't understand the first thing about budgeting. Right. Like you don't understand what a balance sheet is and you don't even understand the difference in like your net worth at all and like how to how how to even quantify that and it's like well but i want to be successful and these guys who are like rappers and everything else they like made their break well that might be cool and all but here's here's the tough truth you're probably not ever going to get that like a huge break so if you want to get somewhere like take where you're at and see where you want to go and route that plan yeah you know and that's the reason why you have that plan. That's the reason why you have that, like, um, the routine. Because that's going to keep you stuck to that vision on where you right. want to go. It's going to let you do everything you possibly can. And I'm kind of curious. Again, I mean, we're just kind of running along right now. But uh, I'm kind of curious if we can tie in or even, even revisit this and talk about the end goal. But talk about the middle part, the journey, about enjoying. That's life, dude. Yeah. Like, talk about how getting to that goal and how that middle part mm-hmm. is the majority of what we do here. Oh, you yeah. know, the end goal. I mean, once you do there, I mean, honestly, like, how many times have you reached a goal and been like, all right, I'm here? Then you set another one. Yeah. You know, you don't spend a well, lot of time at that goal. And the funny thing is, I mean, I'm going to bring up my nerd side again, but like, back in the day, like, when we were growing up, like yeah. when you're playing like Spyro the Dragon or something like that or some other <clears> game like back in the day when yeah. there was like cheat codes and stuff like that like you put cheat codes in you're like oh this is awesome I'm like god mode I can't be killed or I have all this ammo or whatever right. it is and it's like in the game that was something that you were working towards like for yeah. example like back in the day of like Final Fantasy <sighs> um, you know you level up and you progress and you get stronger and stronger yeah. as you go in the game and there were like ways of making yourself like level 99 to like Game Shark cheats and stuff like that and I would occasionally do it as like a 10 year old because I'm a 10 year old and um, I realized real quick like it killed it for me and I think in a lot of ways you hear all the time like why are rich people so miserable Um, and I think it goes into that whole thing of like they learned or they didn't ever learn to appreciate the the middle the adventure Mm -hmm. Um, they only focused on the end goal and like in this like when you get the end goal when you get that um, through illegitimate means or even through legitimate means but you have nothing after yeah it kills it for you you have to have something you're striving for or you're just floating around doing nothing you're just stagnant and um, I think that's a I think that's a big problem for a lot of people is one, I think a lot of people don't have a vision and I think that's hard. I think that takes a lot of self-reflection, a lot of journaling. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's something you can just sit down 
and just go, this is going to be my life goal and this is where I really want to be. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people really sit down and spend, you know, three hours in front of a spiral notebook jotting stuff down. Uh, most people don't even know why they eat at Burger King rather than McDonald's, let alone, <laughs> like, what they really want to do. They just kind of, like, want the universe, but they don't ever pick a thing in it. In right. Sense. Um, but... I don't know. I kind of lost my train of thought there, but like, <laughs> you wanted all to get any of it. Well, right. the, but that really is true. Like, if you <laughs> if you want the universe, you're not gonna get any of it. Yeah. And um, I mean, you look at like lotto winners. Like most of them end up broken in a worse situation that they were in beforehand. Creatures of habit. And just um, more resources. Like I have spent significant amount of time. And okay, yeah. by the way, for anybody listening. Like, do this. You will find it to be a fun, fun. Find a friend, sit down, and for like six hours, like just on a Saturday, whatever. Drink beer and make a podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> spend time answering these two questions. If you were to legitimately get, and take the taxes out and stuff, if you were to legitimately get a million dollars after taxes tomorrow, and then if you were to get a hundred million dollars in those two different situations, what would you do? And I'm breaking down like, you were just told right now, kind of a thing. Or like you woke up tomorrow and they just texted me, what are you going to do? Are you going to tell your mom? Are you not? Are you going to get a lawyer? How are you going to approach it? Like, like legitimate life application, how would you approach the whole thing? I have spent hours answering those two situations. For myself personally how I would res- like in my opinion responsibly answer those questions like what would I do if I was instantly a millionaire um, or a hundred millionaire and that's part of that having a plan and it's for like an ambiguous situation that's never going to happen I mean knock on something um, I'd love it to but my point is there's a certain amount of like mental training that goes involved in thinking about those sort of situations. And I think without putting yourself through any sort of thought process at all, you're just going to float around in the world, float around the universe, and you're never going to find anything. I agree with that. We have to... We're going to let this go a couple more minutes. Um, I'll take that back from the... I don't even know what standpoint you want to call that the theoretical life viewpoint that Matt was making application to uh, to training. Uh, the Russians did it, the Germans did it, where they would visualize their lift and they would see it before they did it, and they actually found that that helped the muscle neural connections, made them stronger. I've heard of that. And they were able to pull off these big lifts. It was this big thing, and, and now you hear athletes from all the time. Seeing yourself do that, seeing yourself sign that big bonus, seeing yourself um, getting that job, seeing yourself uh, asking this, this gorgeous woman out and she's saying yes. Um, it gives you that confidence. You've kind of ran through it before. Like, and her saying yes. <laughs> it's important. It's important. Confidence. You, you, want, you want to go to dinner? No, you're ugly. Yeah, oh, well, that's not how I'm well, visually, I did but, my hey, part. <laughs> I was successful. I did my best. Um <laughs> Anyways, again, we can revel on forever. This has been a Beer Pass success. Say goodbye, Matt. Hey, goodbye, guys. Good to talk with you.
We will see you again next week. Later.